In the UK. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm fine. I'm How are you? Busy. Hello. I'm busy, darling. Thank you. <laughs> yes. All right, Carl. <laughs> All right. Clap. I might have fine morning. It's a fine afternoon. It's a fine evening. Good fun. evening. Yeah. Hey, you know, guess what I did yesterday? Well, I'll tell you uh, obvious, but guess what else I did yesterday? Uh, how long have I got? Um, You've got a... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the news. <laughs> Go. You know, CNN... <laughs> Newsmax, Fox News, all these things, reading, listening, watching. But guess the most enjoyable thing I did yesterday was um, getting in my car, okay. getting in my car on yes. the ride, I forget, a food store, and going on TuneIn Radio, the app on my, in my car on the screen, and yes. searching, and up comes the Andy and Amanda show. And I listened to, I guess it was Monday's show, or part of it anyway, so I got home. And I was thinking to myself, listening to Monday's show, that, you know, this, this is pretty good radio. This is pretty good. Oh, I mean, just oh. just sitting here as a driver in my car, listening to you know what was on, and it was our show, and, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, not bad, kids, not bad. We're doing okay. Sounds all right. No, you know, I'm, 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 I'm almost almost professional. Almost sounds like <laughs> professionals. Like like we really know what we're doing. <laughs> I gotta admit, I love listening to our shows back because it's, yeah. it's always insightful to see. How much of a pain I've been? Uh, how many times I tripped over my words? But <laughs> no, I mean, on a on a on a on a more serious note, I I like to listen to it and um, it's enjoyable. And I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh my God, she's got an ego." But no, seriously, I mean, like listening back to how we you know, have fun on the show, and I think to myself, you know, this is quite laid back. I try to take that you know kind of mm-hmm. uh, perspective where I'm pretending to be somebody else listening to it for the first time. And um, I really do enjoy it, but you know, I, I guess feedback from our listeners would be wonderful. So please, listeners, if you're listening, call us <laughs> or uh, email us. That yeah, would be well, what's, our, our, our number to join the show is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. You can also email the show at Andy and Amanda Show at gmail dot com. Get in touch with us that yeah. way as well. And of course, yeah. if you go to Block Talk Radio, which those who are listening live must be doing so through Block Talk, I'm, I'm thinking it's, I think it's a little here's live. I'm pretty sure anyway. But we have on our program website at Block Talk Radio, we have a chat box, which is active when we are live, and we can actually communicate over by texting if you'd like to do that as well. And sometimes I forget, actually, most of the time I forget to check that, but, um, I'll, I'll try to be better about that. So I know we've gotten some text here and there as well that I've just, 
totally forgotten about. But uh, you can do that too on Block Talk Radio forward slash Andy and Amanda Show and get in that way. However, they tell you to do it on the website. I don't even know. But anyway, fantastic. Yeah. So there we go. Again, number 515-605-988. We look forward to your calls, your opinions, your ideas, your thoughts, what you want to talk about here on the Andy and Amanda Show. Broadcasting from California and the United Kingdom at the same time, live. We're the only show that does that, you know. And we're the only show that does that. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yes, yes. So as you can so far, Mr. Kimball, all good? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, week's been week's been good here. It's been beautiful here, and again, in Southern California, things are doing well. The, uh, you know, you're seeing more and more people go around without masks. People are even after they said, "Hey, you don't need masks anymore. You don't need social distancing anymore," um, and people were still kind of apprehensive. And and some were, weren't wearing masks, including yours truly. I'm like, okay, I'm mm. you know I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And actually, the area that I live and and my modus operandi, you know, where I I live my life and do what I do, um, was never really hit, was barely hit at all, actually, by coronavirus. So I probably, during the whole pandemic, could have existed in my little world here, gone out and do what I do and not had to be concerned about it because there was really no no infections at all. I think a couple of assisted living centers near me were hit a little bit, but... um, there really wasn't okay. much of anything where, where I live now. Now I am I am six miles from downtown LA, from you know from area others uh, of Southern California. I'm very close to that were devastating. So, but just yeah. my little pocket was was not was not bad. But I don't want to wow. I don't want to I don't want to slate or short the devastation that this uh, pandemic has had on California as a whole and Southern California specifically. Uh, it's been uh, horrible. But the, the good news is that uh, California again is leading the way in the United States regarding uh, the uh, percentage of people who have been vaccinated, regardless of what vaccine they've received. And our numbers are way, way down. And we've, we've exceeded that 70% mark where that threshold was saying uh, herd uh, something, or herd mentality. What, what, what <laughs> call it? <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's got that herd mentality at the moment, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, all yeah. herding together right now as we speak. But um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, th- things regarding that situation over here are still pretty much the same as you know. The the delay date of coming out of lockdown has been extended, and uh, I haven't heard too much more on it. Um, I know the cases are still going up a little with um, mm. the spread of the virus, um, but you know. I think that's going to keep rising for a short time. I sound like the uh, one of those uh, weather people. Yes, well, you know, I think the case is going to rise over the next few days. And <laughs> we can expect, you know. So um, I think, uh, yeah, we've just got to grin and bear it at this point. It is what it is, and people have got to be aware of the flu as well, also going around. Um, and actually, something interesting. You know, Andy, I had this discussion with you that I experienced hay fever, okay? So, yeah, both of um, us, both of, I, my whole life, like the kid yeah. in the glass booth, come, yeah, yeah, really bad. I yeah. had a bad too. Yeah. 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 So I spoke to my mother about this, my dear old mother, yesterday, and uh, she said, you know, I just spoke to the doctor a couple of days ago on the phone, and I mentioned about the hay fever issues that I've been having, and he said, you know, a lot of people, a hell of a lot of people have been having it a lot worse this year. I am assuming down to our weather, you know, climate conditions, whatever that may be, for everybody to have it so much more severe, because um, you know I've been having tons of headaches all the time and lots of sneezing, 
and uh, occasionally the itchy eyes, you know, and and hadn't had much of a sore throat, thank goodness. Um, but other than that, you know, those those mm-hmm. classic symptoms, of course, people freak out because it was all over the news. Well, if you, there's new symptoms with the Delta variant, here's what to look out for. So if you sneeze, got a sore throat, or you're coughing, yeah, they're, they're common common uh, signs of having the Delta. So, of course, everybody's like, oh, my goodness, get tested immediately, even if it is what you think is, you know, hay fever, just be on the safe side. Mm. The amount of people mm. panicking about it, um, it's unbelievable. But mm. valid, of course, because nobody wants to get seriously ill from this. So yeah. that's pretty much the, the scenario here in the glorious UK mm. regarding uh, COVID. Yeah. Anything new out of Parliament or is a bar's bad enough? Uh, been saying much lately. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, yeah. I've not heard too much about Boris Benenov. Um, I heard... I he spoke, he, yeah, go, go. I heard after he retires from being the Prime Minister that he was going to become an auctioneer. Is that true? Really? I don't know about this, no. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised if somebody uh, hired him for that, considering how slow he talks. Bless him. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's the joke. <laughs> he he does um, fascinate me how much he tries to imitate his idol, because his idol is, of course, um, Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed, you know, when he's been standing up there on the podium talking to the British public, uh, addressing us with the coronavirus details and updates that, you know, he comes across as quite um, Winston Churchill type mm. character. You know, very, speaks very clearly and, 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 and takes his pauses and, and tries to get his words across. And I admire him. I, I you know, The fact that he admires Winston Churchill is epic because that guy was a legend. He did so much for this country in the mm-hmm. UK and he goes down in history is amazing. But, um, you know, to see that imprint in, in Boris is pretty incredible too and I admire him for the way he tries to carry us forward in his own little ways but who knows what goes on behind closed doors Andy what kind of person he really is and so forth but uh, with him in the media um, I only saw something today actually about him talking with the Queen over um, our um, our uh, <laughs> our uh, our, uh, our, our uh, yeah, how you say yeah, our, who's that dude yeah, uh, um, who's that guy <laughs> Um, Matt Matt Hancock um, who's been dealing with the health side of things regarding the coronavirus he's the health secretary so she was just Uh you know chatting with Boris about him and um, how things are improving and how everything's been handled well Um, so you know Queen seems happy with him even though um, the other guy I think David Cummins who was in the press for putting down Boris Johnson you know saying that this man um, has said all these lies about the coronavirus that, you know, he's caused uh, mm-hmm. more deaths in this country than we needed to experience, um, that Matt Hancock should have been removed for his house secretary and blah, blah, blah. So there's been, you know, a lot of ripping apart of uh, Boris Bedenham. Uh, what was it? No, Bedenham. What was it you called him? Boris Bedenough. Boris Bedenough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Boris Benedoff, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's been, you know, all over the media being teared apart for this, that, and the other. But um, now they're trying to put Matt Hancock in a, a good light um, after all this abuse. So, 
Yeah, that's the only thing I've heard about Boris, in all fairness. Um, I've been noticing other things in the news, my darling. Um, you remember I talked about uh, that PC officer uh, who took down the ex-footballer, the soccer player, who oh, was yeah, a yeah. teaser gun? Yeah? Yep. Yep. Well, yep. he's now been um, charged with manslaughter, and he's managed to not be charged with murder, thankfully. Um and his family are just relieved, you know, that everything's been sorted. But they wanted him to go down as a legend and remember him for what he was in his life, not his death. And those final stages of him claiming he was the Messiah and all that kind of stuff. So hmm. that was a crazy situation. So that's been uh, brought to the headlines and um, that's being resolved as we speak. Uh, that was quite an interesting story, I find. You know, uh, it kind of spooked yeah. me a little how somebody can just go from one kind of appearance of being this amazing ex-footballer to suddenly running around like a lunatic in the streets and then claiming he's the messiah. Um, and there's no real discussion on that. I haven't seen much discussion on why that happened or, you know, much talk about it. So maybe that's just being kept quiet or nobody hmm. wants to be brave enough to dig into that. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. And I noticed also uh, they're talking about Russian jets and ships that are targeting one of our British warships. I I did. Well, tell me about. Well, I heard about that briefly. Not well, I kind of touched upon that here. I saw something or read something about that, but not. Uh, yeah, they're not saying too much. that. Uh -huh. Sorry, go on. But uh, I was wondering about that myself. What 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 that was all about? Like what what's going on with that? Do we know? Well, they're saying um, that more than 20 Russian aircraft and two Coast Guard ships have shadowed a British warship sailing near near Crimna, Crimea or Crimea? Hmm. Crimea, Crimea, um, Crimea, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. Crimea, Crimea, we'll get it, well, between uh, us we'll get it, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Crimea, a little cream with your Crimea, <laughs> okay, right, <laughs> I like to Crimea, it sounds like a drink, doesn't it, yeah. like a Starbucks, yeah, yeah. Oh, Crimea, <laughs> yeah. that sounds good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, it says Moscow's defense ministry said a patrol ship fired warning shots and a jet dropped bombs in the path of HMS Defender as it sailed some 12 miles off uh, Crimea's coast. That's bad. Yeah. That's yeah. whoa. And the, I know. The, the UK government rejected Russia's account of the incident and denied that any warning shots had been fired. And it says a BBC correspondent on the warship said it was harassed by Russia's military. Mm. Uh, aircraft could be heard overhead as BBC defence correspondent Jonathan Beale filed a report from the deck of the HMS Defender in the Black Sea as it sailed to Georgia. It described hostile warnings over the radio as the warship's crew prepared for a possible confrontation. Our correspondent, who had been invited on board the ship before the incident happened, saw more than 20 aircraft overhead and two Russian Coast Guard boats, which at times were just 100 metres, which is 328 foot away. Um, mm. So, yeah, there uh, seems to be mm -hmm. hounding them. For, for what purpose? They're trying to keep them away from something? Um uh, mm. Wow, man! Here, uh, there's a whole bunch of, uh, of of discussion about a lot of topics. I must say, as we've been saying, the uh, the air is cleaner. You know, with the mm. with the Biden administration here in the United States, and there's yeah. still a, a small but loud uh, faction of citizens of the population that uh, 
uh, still swear by their uh, their leader who's brainwashed them, their their leader, the folks that they believe is president of the United States. Yeah. He's not, you know, it's a big lie. So it is a big lie, and we've gone into, and as many people have, what, what the hell is that all about? How do people actually believe that? And they, you know, kind of denounce their own democracy and where we live in this country. Hmm. But we can go on forever about that, and we have, and I'm sure we'll down the road. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. I was kind of going over some of the news and some of the, you know, what, what's been said about Trump and kind of doing some, some contrasting, some comparisons really between where we are now and where we were. And also, not only that, but where, where we've been with, you know, where we've come from pre- previous presidents. I mean, going back as far as, I don't know, Jimmy Carter. That was mm. 1976. We can even go yeah. back further than that, but, but even even going from Carter, which you know I vividly remember the Carter presidency. I worked on his campaign at that time in '76, and you know yeah. uh, uh, we got to remember what if, if if those of you who were who were with us then, you know, or who studied, yeah. um, might remember that Carter was handed a really, for lack of a better word, a really fucked up economy. And he couldn't do yeah. anything to pull us out of it. You know, well-intended, great guy to this day. What is he, 96 or something like that? He, he, you know, terrific human being, but just couldn't get it done as, as the president of the United States. Uh, given, given more opportunity and more cooperation, could he have perhaps? We, we don't even know. But anyway, uh, so he ends. And then, um, you know, with a, with a pretty, you know, you know, couldn't really get anything done. But then what happens is Ronald Reagan, of course, comes in. And Reagan's idea is to lower taxes on the upper class, the result being massive deficit, massive debt, massive inflation. Mm. He ends up having to raise taxes 14 times in eight years. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Reagan, yeah. Yeah, Reagan. 14 <laughs> times in eight years and can't balance the budget. Bam, done. Wow. Right? Then yeah. he hands it over to Poppy Bush. Bush number one was at 41, who doesn't do anything in four years. Who hands mm. it over to Bill Clinton, who then works with Republican Congress, creates a budget that, that balances the budget and produces a surplus a surplus for six years yeah. for six fucking years oversees the creation of 22 million jobs in eight years Bill Clinton wow. then he hands it over to W Bush 43 who then yeah. lowers taxes the Bush tax cuts and it becomes the first president in American history to lower taxes um, and go into war the end result the worst recession since the Great Depression wow. 750,000 jobs a month being lost and then Obama wow. comes in, turns hmm. us around like a slow swinging pendulum, doesn't click his fingers and it happens, a slow swinging pendulum. Obama comes in, turns us around, saves us from the recession, saves the audio industry, oversees the longest private sector job growth streak in American history, cuts government spending by two-thirds, has unemployment doubled. <laughs> I mean, the rate of unemployment, not unemployment. Yeah. And then we have... Then we have, then we have Trump, who creates fewer jobs in the first three years and ignores the pandemic and fucks things up in America, which we're still <laughs> kind of getting out of. So if we kind of go over that scenario and we say, okay, of those names, how many Republicans were there? How many Democrats were there? How fucked up was the economy and the government and the country during which name that I mentioned? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking here. <laughs> Clinton. Okay. Well, yeah, Democrat. Okay. <laughs> Carter, Carter, Carter was a Democrat. Couldn't get it done. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Clinton. Mm-hmm. 
Now Clinton, Clinton was a was was just really talented politician. Really worked with uh, the leader of the of the House at the time, who was Newt Gingrich, and and really defined the word compromise. And within that word, did create that budget that was you know the first time I remember, maybe in a long time, uh, that was balanced. And that was Clinton. Wow. 22 yeah. million jobs created in the eight-year time span, right? That's incredible. And then Bush's war, his invasion of uh, of Iraq because there's um, there's meth- weapons of mass destru- destruction in Iraq. Absolutely, they're there. We can prove it, proof positive they're there. Let's go to war in Iraq. It costs us $8 billion a month. Were there wow. weapons in Iraq? No. Do we topple the Iraq government? Yes. Is it the United States' policy? Is that what we do? We go into different countries and topple governments? Is that what we do, folks? That $8 billion a month, and people don't talk about it. It's got to be paid for. You just can't spend it and not say, well, where's the money coming from? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put us in the worst recession since the Depression. And that's what Obama's hand did when he comes in. Right? Yeah. Turned everything around. The auto industry was about to go under, except yes. for Ford Motors. That's a whole other conversation itself. Ford was, to this day, a, a leader in this country in terms of technology and their vehicles. That's a whole other conversation. We don't go there right now, yeah. but we should someday. Anyway. Um, yeah. So... Anyway, it was uh, under Obama the longest private sector job growth streak in our history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then Donald Trump comes in. Yes, and causes a whirlwind of uh, mm-hmm. chaos. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. What I think we might want to do is play. And it's time for what the people say. What are the people saying? What are the people saying? I tried to imagine. I tried to tune in. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm trying to concentrate as we speak, and uh, nothing. You know, um, let's. We we don't. We don't know. We don't know what people. Let's. um, Let's. Let's. You know. Our number is 515-605-9888. But basically, uh, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of folks who are independents, who are Democrats, who are concerned, who are, who are moderate Republicans, who are now speaking out and becoming Mm. very vocal on various platforms about, you know, and could, because that minority, but loud, Population of of that that group of citizens in America that you know Trump led that Trump lied the the insurrection you know um, that somehow that that replaced American flags with Confederate flags and Trump flags very vocal and because and and then Trump was saying for so long that if he loses the election our country is going to be overrun with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and and products are going to be built in the suburbs. We're going to lose our country. It's all going to disappear. And we're going to be mass riots. The cities are all going to be burnt down. Remember that? Remember all that? Everything's going to be burnt down. Destruction. Oh, no. 
and yeah. you look at January 6th. <laughs> and and who, was, who was there and who was carrying what flag? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, I can't see any of this um, craziness happening so far. Can you, Andy? I mean, you know, everything that's been predicted, um, you know, <clears throat> I'm uh, assuming that uh, they're, they're thinking that, you know, Biden's there to impress us all to start with until he manages to make a few moves that he wants to make behind the scenes and then things will all change and uh, go belly up or down the pan or however you want to label it. Um mm. That might be the view, current view at the moment, that Biden's there to impress us at the moment until, you know, he's got his hooks into what he wants to do. I am yeah. taking that, that that comfortable seat on the fence, Mr. Kimball, and I am watching everything unfold. And uh, I just, you know, keeping an open mind with everything. I, I admire and respect the hell out of Biden, what he's achieved so far, and I'm sure it's just going to keep getting better. Um, but we also must keep in mind, and this is something that a lot of people don't, is that even in government, things go wrong, just as much as they do in the world. New challenges mm-hmm. arise, like the coronavirus, for example. Nobody, well, I say nobody was expecting it. Who knows? I guess we don't know. But um, so that was one that's one example of government having to change so much to cater for current events that's happening right under our noses, right? So the same could happen for Biden at any point. Something could pop Mm -hmm. up and Biden would have to make these changes and do things differently and take his uh, attention and focus away from the things that he really wants to get done and change. Um, It happens in government just as much as it does in the real world. And Mm -hmm. um, that's happened to every leader that is, is being in power. So it does, you know, but let's, let's let's go, let's go, let's, I want to go back in, in, in history, not not too distant history here, and, and play. I think it'd be, okay. This is the time, but but this is from John, this is John Oliver, who's a for those of you who don't know around the world in our 22 countries who we are we have listeners. John Oliver is a late night talk show kind of TV uh, entertainment show here in America, and I think you can get it on the cable as well, different parts of the world. But I don't know. But anyway, hmm. this is this is kind of funny. Take a listen. Because what Amanda was just saying about you know watching how how what happens in politics, how different leaders go, kind of just you know the jury's out. Let's see what happens. But take a listen. For us, that Abu Bakr al Baghdadi, the head of ISIS, had been killed, and in classic Trump fashion, he was able to take something fundamentally positive and express it in the weirdest imaginable way. Because here is how he described the operation: They did a lot of shooting. And they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in? Uh, The fact is that they blasted their way into uh, the house. They had a beautiful big hole and they ran in and they got everybody by surprise. What are you doing? Did Trump only just learn how soldiers work? Listen, these guys were amazing. They, they got these chameleon suits and big shooties and blasties. They don't say knock, knock. No, they don't do that like a normal person. They go through big, beautiful holes and they shout surprise. A lot of people are learning about this for the first time. This is new to a lot of people. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Uh, a a wonderful impressive. hole, a big wonderful hole. They don't go knock knock. No, comedian suits, love it. <laughs> uh, ho- hello, hello. Yes, that was United States President 
Yes. Um, <laughs> let's let's you know we were. I got to say we were talking about what what are what are people saying and and you know I kind of looked into you know some audio bites and some clips as to what just ordinary people are saying on various social platforms TikTok Facebook Instagram. Um, who, you know, because we all we all hear this news. We're all hearing, you know, we're dialed into Newsmax and to Fox News and to CNN, or, you know, BBC as the case may be. Um, and we're hearing all these, uh, you know, a lot of Trump did this, Trump did that. And there's plenty to talk about still, and we should touch upon what's going on with his uh, investigations right now against him, um, potentially against him. Um, but uh, but here's a little, uh, you know, again, as you we were saying before, what what are, what are people saying? What are ordinary citizens um, saying about what's going on around? them and their environment, which is what we'd like to address here on the show, but let's take a listen. What part of this did he destroy America? What? There's a lot of people concerned as to whether Donald Trump will be held accountable legally. We don't know for sure yet, but we do know he's being punished severely financially. All of his businesses and properties are losing money in a big way. Hell, the PGA came to him and said, look, we don't want to work with you anymore, which is a big deal when your business is owning world-class golf courses. Then New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio comes to him and says, we're not offering any new contracts to the Trump Organization. In fact, we're canceling existing ones. That's worth tens of millions of dollars. Now, Donald Trump is, of course, going to sue but that's a problem, too, because he's being sued by a lot of people, not to mention the criminal possibilities. He's going to be in court a lot, and the legal fees are going to be huge. But we know his businesses are going to shit. He has no money. The financial walls are crumbling around Donald Trump. How sad it must be for conservative Republicans to believe that scientists, historians, scholars, journalists, and economists have dedicated their entire lives to deceiving you, while a TV reality star with decades of fraud, exhaustedly documented lying, and rape allegations of a 13-year-old is your only beacon of honesty and truth. One, I am not a Democrat. I vote with them because some of their policies align with mine. I'm a liberal progressive leaning towards socialist Democrat. Two, at one point in my life, and this is my retirement from the United States military, at one point in my life I took an oath that stated, I will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That oath never ends. That oath is my declaration that I will protect the Constitution, which gives you the right to say this stupid shit. Three, as a citizen of the United States, it is my job and responsibility, just like it's the job and responsibility of every citizen in America, to question their government, what their government does, what their government spends, and how their government governs the people. But your side wouldn't understand that. That is why we have two political parties in America, one of which being the Democrats, who are spineless, will not stand for anything. And then we have the Republicans, which are rabid fucking animals, acting on impulse without thought. Blind obedience is what is practiced in the Russian government. Blind obedience is what is practiced in the Chinese government, not here. I have no loyalty to the North American continent. I have loyalty to the people of this country.
It is our duty to question our government. It is our duty not to put patriotism over our own common fucking sense. But you wouldn't know that. That's why your side is always fucking focused on the shiny shit. Stand for the military, support the troops. Love the flag. We love freedom. We love our guns. You are focused on materialistic bullshit rather than the fucking governance of this country. Oh, I'm sorry. Only when a Democrat is in the White House. Then you question everything. It is why you people have blind obedience to Donald Trump. A person who never served this country. A person who never served this country as president. And yet, you can stand here and tell me, or challenge me, on my patriotism. I'm being more of a patriot than you are by questioning the actions my government officials make. Not sitting there worshiping them. Don't ever call my patriotism into account when yours is so very much lacking. And it's time for What the People Say. Uh, that's that's anyway. a very truthful clip, yes. Yes, yes. It, it was, and um, and there's more. You know, there's more. We'll 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 we're gonna dive into more about you know just finding little snippets because we play. You know, I started to think. You know, we play so much about what various news commentators and little audio clips and sound bites about you know Trump and you know, rah rah and you know his his fans and 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 media celebrities. I guess you can call them media anchors. You know, on major networks who. Yeah. Um, who are left or right leaning and talk about Trump all the time? And I feel, you know, what what are the pe- what are people saying? What are, what are you know? Let's hear some. Let's get out in the street and hear what what people are saying. And, w- and of course, we invite everybody, no matter what you're thinking, whether you're. I'm not necessarily a, a a Trump fan. I understand that you could be a Republican, obviously, as many are, and not be a Trump e, so to speak. And, yeah. and we know that and respect that. Um, if you are a Trumpy, we'd love to get you um, on the show and find out why. Definitely would like to ask yeah. you. And we won't, we don't bite. You know, we respect whatever your thoughts, ideologies, and opinions are, regardless of what where they come from or what platform you stand on. In expressing that, we we really it's it's cool here on the show. You can call us and and talk about that five one five six zero five nine eight 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 and get in on the program. We are broadcasting live from the U.S. and from the U.K. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. On Wednesday and Friday, we are on right now during this hour. So I guess that's eight o'clock in the UK, and that's um, five o'clock in um, in the uh, no, no, excuse me, it's three o'clock in New York, and it's noon in the Pacific on the Pacific Coast. And on yeah. Mondays, we are on at uh, at nine a.m. in the Pacific Coast, at noon in New York, and at five p.m. in the UK. Just on Mondays, a little earlier show for our UK uh, fans and listeners, and those of you who are in the time zones where it's more convenient for you to listen to the show at an earlier time. And that's what we do on Mondays. And you know, interesting, interesting enough, I, I don't know. We have to look at that someday, whether that Monday early show is, is makes a difference in our listenership and our numbers versus the Wednesday and Friday show. It might be easier just to do the show at one time, three days a week. we we got to talk about that, yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. most of our listeners do hear the show as a podcast anyway. That you know, I don't know. Our live listenership has, has gone up in the past week. It's it shut up by a few, you know, a few handful yeah. or whatever, but still, still gone up yeah. a little bit. But uh Interesting. We should uh, see what yeah. 
you know, we'll see what that goes. But, uh, and also, we want we want your we want your opinions and your ideas, what you what you think of the show, and and uh, if you uh, are becoming a supporter of what we're doing, what Amanda Love and here and Andy Kimball here, what we're doing on the show, and and the conversation that we have, and the entertainment, hopefully that we provide from time to time. <laughs> if nothing else, we entertain ourselves pretty good here. Anyway, <laughs> but um, Andy and Amanda show at gmail dot com, and also uh, Amanda has an incredible announcement to make. Oh, drum roll, please! Yes, drum roll. <laughs> Where's our coordinator when we need him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, oh yeah, uh, we yes. yeah we have our uh, official Andy and Amanda show website up and running, so uh, mm-hmm. you can uh, check us out there and uh, find our social media links and uh, the link to listen to us live. If that makes everything easier for you guys, and mm-hmm. um, see our, our beautiful faces and, and mm-hmm. read a little bit about us, and we're going to be updating it with some interesting things. So uh, yeah, and, and links, to, links to all yeah. links to the archive of three hundred some odd shows that we have up you know we'll put a link yeah. to that so you can go back and hear yeah. our history and how this show is ever evolving and and Absolutely. and it's something that you folks might want to um partake in and become part of and you can you know through various yeah. means and, and support the show support what we're doing you know and, and increase you know we're doing this very grassroots right now there's no publicity behind this show there's no drive there's no foundation of of, uh, of public relations type awareness advertising that we're here and even do this so every every listener that joins our program and there are thousands we're in 22 countries folks uh, has all been grassroots no nothing on our part whatsoever no drive no paid advertising no google ads no anything zero um, it's all grown one listener at a time around the world in 22 different countries and thousands of listeners, thousands of people who who could become part of this or who tune into the podcast or listen to us live on Block Talk Radio. Um and we want to change that. We feel that uh if you know and, and what 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 are we changing? What are we doing? Well, folks, this is this is a pod okay, it's a radio show that is delivered via podcast, but we are in fact a radio show on delivered via the internet, right? We have a call in number, we have ten phone lines, we have all the things that any broadcast station would have, we have right here on the show. Um so we're delivered uh, through podcasts, which means that during the podcast, you can't call in live. But what we want to do is kind of get that live show uh, more viability in commercial markets where people know that we're here. They can have a say. They can become part of what we're doing uh, and dial in and, and join this conversation. And you do have a voice and your voice does matter. Our voice matters. Absolutely. You can make a difference. We want to make yeah. a difference. That's why we're doing the show. That's why we're yeah. doing this. Uh, and we want you to become part of that and uh, to gain that audience, to gain that what they call market share in, in marketing, uh, you know, to gain that leverage, um, we need to pump some funding into the awareness of what we are doing, what we've done during the past 14 months, whatever it's been now, I can't believe it, uh, on the show. And it takes money to do that. We are a, a, a public show and as a public broadcasting show or network um, is funded, we need to be funded the same way through your dollars, $5 a month. 
a couple of dollars a month, ten dollars, a hundred dollars a month, whatever it might be. We're also going to uh, uh, have some uh, gifts that we're going to give away for folks that that really make a contribution to the show in terms of coffee mugs and shirts and so forth, to so the Andy Mander Show logo and everything like that, just to show, hey, we do appreciate what you are doing, what you've done, and, and supporting what we're doing in attempting just to just to be uh, an entertaining voice out there. We don't take ourselves all that seriously. I mean, we do, of course, what we say matters, but we try to do it in a, in a fashion, in a matter that, that is light, that is entertaining, that provides a chuckle here and there. You know, we have some fun with some audio clips, but, but underneath it all, we're, we're, we want to make a difference. You know, we want to, we want to encourage some thought and, and reflection and not just about news and politics. We talk a lot about that, but also about life. We've talked about romance. We've talked about love. We've talked about being related. We've talked about, you know, get, getting off your kabunkus and making something happen in your life. And how do you do that? How does an entrepreneur become an entrepreneur, become excess, successful? What happens in failure? What creates that conversation? How do we get out of that conversation and become a success? So we, these are all things that we, that we've talked about. We've talked about sports. My gosh, we've had such great conversations, especially recently with, um, our, uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joe, didn't we talking about sports and stuff? That was a lot of fun. Yeah, for uh, we talked yeah. about you know as well from. Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia. Cornell Butler, our show coordinators from uh, from that area, and we, uh, of course, were following the Philadelphia 76ers, who suffered a devastating defeat from the Atlanta Hawks basketball. They were in the playoffs. They didn't make it this time. Better luck next time around. Philadelphia 76ers. But anyway, um, and we talk about baseball. You know, the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Mets, the Cubs, the Marlins, the San Francisco Giants. We cover football and football season. So this isn't mm-hmm. a show where we just say, "Hey, let the Andy Mander show." Let's let's let's. Uh, um, regurgitate what what they're saying on CNN and and Fox News and BBC and and PBS. No, we we some we different shows. We enjoyable shows for us. We don't even talk about the news. We even talk about the news. Yeah. As a matter no. of fact, looking back, not that we're not going to talk about news anymore because we need to. Uh, we need to get that out and, and and see what's on everybody's mind and, and and encourage people to to express what's on their mind. You know, and we do get emails. We do, and thank you for those. But we we want to get you on the show five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Um, and um, and talk about what you want to talk about. You know, your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, breaking up, gender identity. You know, um, yeah, absolutely, uh, anything all, and everything, and anything. You, you get what we're saying. Yeah. Space. You know, we talked about we talked about the the, the Mars exploration. <laughs> we we talked how professional we are. See, we told you, you know. How professional we are, you know. <laughs> Mars exploration. That's the thing about us, isn't it, Andy? We're we're real. We're real people yeah. doing a real show. This is not scripted. You know, we believe in just talking about whatever we're passionate in the moment and whatever's on our minds because you can guarantee what's on our minds is going to be on other people's minds. And that's the things we love to talk about. We love to get to the the the, the nitty gritty of it all and and express mm-hmm. our honesty with with things. And uh, we're not we're not sensitive. Um, we don't have a sensitive cap on things. We we try to go in, <laughs> we try to go <laughs> in as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think people who have listened to us so far will... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think everybody who's <laughs> listened to us so far will, will know what we're about. But, you know, for those who are new joining us, um, this is who we are. We're real. We like to keep it real. 
and and share everything that that's on our minds as a society, mm-hmm. humanity, whatever that is, and anything and everything, and we enjoy it so much. Yeah, we are. We are. We're just, you know, we are. You know, that view is the right one. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And laughter is healing. You know, we believe in that too. So, um, mm-hmm. we like to keep things light and as well as serious, and uh, we have so much fun doing it. Yeah, oh, it is so much fun working beside uh, you, Mr. Kimball. <laughs> oh, and you, and you too. And Amanda and I, what also makes the show unique and kind of interesting, and I like taking all this time just talking about who we are and what we do. You know, it's it's kind of cool doing this because it kind of, kind of makes you reflect as to, as to what we're actually doing out there. And and our voice is being heard in 22 countries around the world. It's kind of, kind of cool. Um, that um, we're not a news organization, obviously. We don't report the news. We, we reflect on what is going out there. We create a conversation about what we've can see in any headline of any newspaper, magazine, or, or any television, radio show that we all experience, and talk about that. What, what, how does that, what, how does that manifest itself? What's going on in the news? How does that manifest itself within society in terms of our behavior? Uh, <laughs> had- when people are pounded night after night, it naturally shakes their confidence. Yes. See? <laughs> Or boost it. Depends how you look at it, really. Or boost it. Our guest list is incredible. Former presidents, presidents who are no longer with us anymore have actually joined our show. How'd that happen? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have a blast. I really do love it. I I love this show so much. And I love hearing back from people. And, you know, the guests we've had calling in has been amazing. And Mm -hmm. um, I guess uh, listeners, yeah, that's right. And then the guests Mm -hmm. that we've had joining us. It's been amazing mm-hmm. too. We're very blessed. Yes, very blessed and indeed. we talk about we, and we talk about you know we we'll, uh, let's take a listen to this. We'll be right back. What we, what we enjoy and and here's something that that many of you have never heard of. Here's a product that we love on the show. Amanda has yet to experience it because it's not in the UK <laughs> yet. She knows no. she knows we're going. I think she knows she knows I we're do. going. She, she knows. Okay, let's take a listen. Kailua Kona is a special place. It's an eclectic town surrounded by the most beautiful water on the planet, filled with inspiration and beauty. In Hawaii, we celebrate family and friends, and it's the golden hour that we do it. We couldn't help but be inspired by the golden light from Kona to produce Kona Light, our latest blonde ale brewed with real tropical mango. With 99 calories and a taste of island life, our Ohana is sure to enjoy the easy drinking, refreshing flavors of Kona Light. There's no better way to celebrate a day well lived than enjoying a Kona Light with family and friends. Soaking it all in, knowing we are exactly where we want to be. Kona Brewing Company. One life, right? You bet. That's a big Indeed. beer. Indeed. Thank you, Kona. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking your word for it. <laughs> it's a great, great beer. Yeah. And I turned uh, Cornell, our, again, our show coordinator, Kona Butler, onto Kona Beer, and he has it back on the East Coast. So it's a wonderful product and, um, you know, kind of makes you think. It kind of really makes you think. You ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, but I don't see the relevance, <laughs> actually. Um, thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to do our food show, don't we? We need to arrange to do a food show. You know, we do. We, yeah. do. we do. We do. We yeah. do. Um, 
God, recipe. Oh, guess what I did? Guess what I made last night? Guess I keep saying guess Ooh. what I did. <laughs> guess mm. what I made last night? I mm. made. I made. What? We went out to a, a place for some a great in Southern California here in Los Angeles. There's an Italian restaurant yeah. in Pasadena, California. It's an Italian place. It's quaint. It's incredible. The food is amazing. It's called Gales, G-A-L-E-S. It's on Fair Oaks in Pasadena. And I got to tell you, we give credit where credit is due. In Los Angeles, Gales is incredible. And tell, when you go to Gales, and I want you to try, folks, listen, uh, you go there, you tell them you heard about uh, Gales on the Andy and Amanda show. Not that it'll make a difference. No. But um, <laughs> I, I, I had just an amazing experience there last night. I've gone there before, but um, a wonderful, wonderful, small, quaint place with a big outdoor patio now because they opened a uh, patio dining during COVID, and now there's a great big outdoor space under a tent. It's fabulous. Great food, great service. And had a mojito. Have you ever had a mojito? Ooh, no. It, oh, my God. A mojito drink? No. Rum? I've not. Club soda? No. Lime juice? Rum, rum, uh, sugar, uh, mint leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, incredible. And I, I don't know how much it, I didn't even look at the bill, whatever it costs. Well, I don't know, maybe $10 or 12. I don't know what it costs. Mojitos, you know, a lot of our listeners have had them. They know what it is. And you go to a, a restaurant or bar and you've ordered them and it's, you know, it tends to be, it's not a, it's not a regular beer or wine. So it's a little more expensive. So yeah, fell in love with the drink so much that went to the food store after leaving the restaurant, went home and made homemade mojitos. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Really good drink. So it's rum. You can look it up on the internet, how you make a mojito. Rum, lime juice, club soda, mint leaves, and sugar. Really, really good. Wow. Really that good. That sounds amazing. It's, so it's an ounce and a half, ounce and a half of rum, um, two teaspoons of sugar, Half a cup of club soda, um, uh, a shot of lime juice, maybe a little more than a shot. In private, the lime juice a little bit, a little more than a shot. And if you get yourself some mint leaves, but you know, first stir the drink up, then put those mint leaves on the top, just float it around with an ice, all on ice. And it's Ooh. called a mojito. I just gave you the recipe. <laughs> See, go go ahead and oh man, excellent drink. <laughs> I was talking excellent. to. Uh... A friend about um, doing a food show. This was uh, the other week. And, um, you know, you were having a lovely meal and we got onto it. And um, he made the the joke, which is quite um, common, where people say, you know, we had some food left in front of us and we were saying how full we were. And he said, oh, I couldn't eat, eat any more. He said, I'm putting on pounds just looking at it. I said, oh, that's why they call it Weight Watchers. And he just burst into tears. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Now we know where it stems from. Yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. There are, everybody, everybody's got the magic diet. There's this diet. There's that diet. There's this diet. Yeah. There's that diet. You know, all these people come yeah. out and say that. And you know, you ah, know what? You know what's full of shit. Yeah. Damn straight. They are. Uh, they you are. Know Exercise. Yeah. Uh, eat a lot of veggies. And, uh, you know, you know something. Fruits have a lot of sugar. So, so kind of taper, hang out on the taper off on the fruits a little bit, folks. You know, fruits. Yeah. You, you, you can eat fruit and veggies. Oh yeah, but fruits have a lot of sugar. You don't want to overdo the sugar. So veggies um, and salads. You know, have you know salad obviously lettuce, tomatoes, cucumber. You know, uh, uh, oh avocado. Um, mm. You know, carrots. You know, uh, even even. Uh, uh, you know, put some uh, 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 skinless, boneless chicken breast in the, in the pan, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of, of seasoning, chop it up, mix that in the salad a little bit, um, and 
you know, and, and have a generous portion of that once or twice a day uh, and exercise. And guess what's going to happen as a result? Guess what's going to happen? Your weight is it's going to go yeah. 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 The other the other proven method as well is literally and this has been a psychological thing that's been proven and demonstrated quite often and I've tried this in the past and it's worked and my sister recently tried it and it's working for her beautiful. And bear in mind she hasn't got a lot of weight on her anyway, so they say you know the, the more weight you have to lose the faster it will come off when you get down to the the point where you don't have much more to lose the harder it is to to come off but what she did and what i did was uh when we were eating the moment we started to feel slightly full is to immediately stop eating because the moment you keep pushing past that of course you're stretching your tummy and Mm -hmm. that's going to expand so you're going to want to keep mm. filling that up every time you have a yeah. meal because it's just going to get expand and expand. And yeah. the, the trick is as well to put your knife and fork down in between each mouthful because psychologically when that, that knife and fork is in your hands, it's still telling your brain that you still need to keep feeding yourself. So mm. you're, you know, you're ready for the next bite. You're preparing for the next bite before you've even finished. You know, interesting, interesting, the psychological phenomena behind that. I've never thought about yeah. that. You're yeah. just having that, that fork, that knife in your hand. Even though yeah. you, you might no longer be hungry or have the desire or the or the feeling, the physiological feeling of being hungry or need to eat, having yeah. that fork, knife, spoon in your hand psychologically drives you to take that next bite. Yes, yeah, it's true. Hmm. It really does work that way. I, I, you know, at first I was skeptical when I tried it, and I thought, you know, but I did notice a difference. And like I said, my, you know, my sister's lost some extra weight, and I, I noticed the other day. She was like, "Oh, why? Thank you. It's really working for me." And this has been in a short space of time as well. So you know I was interesting? very, very impressed. Yeah. I just thought of this a second. There might be some truth behind it. Uh, chopsticks. Yeah. Chopsticks. You never notice how, for the most part. I'm not, not even for the most part. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have any data to support this, but it just seems to me that a lot of the Asian population. There are some sumo wrestlers in the Asian population. I know that too, but it just yeah. seems to me that the Asian population. If I think about it, I'm just trying to think in my head here. Seems to be very thin people. Hmm. If I look around. Yes, that's a bad point. Just think, think, think in your head. Think in your head. Just, just yeah. kind of imagine. You know, you could argue and that the, the type of foods they eat shouldn't be no, as slim as yeah, they no are. Yeah, no knife and fork. No knife and fork. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's anything, I, and I'm just spec, I'm just putting that out there. It doesn't there might not be any, you know, fact behind yeah. that. Yeah. Just be my thing, you know. But but just interesting yeah. that just to think about it that maybe. Anyway, it's, yes, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny mean, because I I don't I don't eat a lot at all. No, you know, I gotta be clear about this. Yeah. When I when you put food in front of me, you think I never had a meal in my life, <laughs> <laughs> right? But if you don't put food in front of me, I'm not going to eat. Right. So I like I I don't have breakfast in the morning for the most part. I have coffee and it kind of dries the day. I might nibble here and there a little bit. You know, there, there are some. You know, I might make a. Yeah, you know, I think was it yesterday or so. I made. I, I was the as you know I was the baseball games a couple of times last week and had this this. Think, oh, I want to have hot, like, ridiculously expensive at the stadium to get a hot dog, $7. A $15 for a beer. Anyway, it's another conversation, too. But I got, I said, you know, I want to have a hot dog. I want to, I want to buy hot dogs, buy hot dog rolls, and go home and make my own hot dogs. I'm not paying 7 bucks for a damn hot dog, right? So I got some mm-hmm. hot dogs, and yesterday I made two of them. I just put them in the microwave for a minute, you know, mustard on the roll, boom, you know. Boy, was that good. Yeah. But it wasn't like I was hungry. 
Because if it weren't for that, like, urge for the hot dog, because, you know, correlating that with my experience in a baseball game, which what brought that on, and I had a couple of hot dogs, and they're really, really good. But normally, I, have, I, drink, I drink coffee in the morning, and I don't eat a lot. And when I was dating, single, you know, uh, I'd go out with a girl, and, and I would, normally, you go out on a date, what did you go eat? What, what did you go eat? What is this about eating? Well, girls would date <laughs> me, and they say, you want to lose weight? You date Andy. Why? Never, never eats. But then when I sit down across from somebody and, and I'm thin, I wolf my meal down, I look at whoever I'm with and I'm thinking they're towards the end of theirs. I'm like, uh, you done with that? <laughs> I'm like, pass over this way. <laughs> Are you done with that? You know, you know, I was a whole table full of people. Everybody's plate ends up in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should talk about a food show. This show, speaking of shows, is about to wind down. We've been on left. It's been fun. Always a great conversation. Uh, we have Absolutely. an hour show now. That is always something to, to change, depending on what we talk about. But uh, we're going to try to stay within our hour time limit here on this show. Uh, and it's been fun. Again, andyandamandashow.com or .net. .net. Forward, yeah. .net. There we go. Uh, Amanda, take us home. Okay, on behalf of Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you so much for joining us for another show. We hope you join us on Friday, getting ready for the weekend, and uh, thanks to our new listeners for joining us. We love you. Thank you to our current listeners for supporting us and staying with us. We love you too. And uh, join us then. Take care and keep smiling. And we'll see you on the Friday show. Always a fun time. Take care, folks. Bye-bye now. And remember, Andy Show at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.